A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Good movement, and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Movement by Laura podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through safer and smarter movement patterns, so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Before I get into today's episode, I want to let you know there are still a few spots left to join me in Princeton, New Jersey this August for my 21-day yoga teacher training. We will deep dive into anatomy and physiology, and you will leave ready to teach at least 10 of my lit flows. Learn more and sign up at movementbylara.com. This training is perfect for beginners and seasoned yoga teachers. And join me August 3rd in New York City to break a world record together for the most handstands done simultaneously. The current record is 399, so let's smash it. I hope I get to hug you after we make history together on Saturday, August 3rd in New York City. Info to sign up is on my website, also at movementbylara.com. Today's episode is called, Should You Ever Take Days Off? Should you ever take days off? Well, first of all, I would say, what does that even mean? What, what does a day off mean? Was, is a day off a way of recovering for your body? So a day off to me is a day that you decide you need to just relax fully and not put any demand on your body. And usually for me personally, and this is what I would advise for people, that day off should be something that is decided, um, not arbitrarily, but really based on your level of activity. So for instance, let's just go right to the you know, really elite athlete level who are training hours and hours and hours a day. I would say that a day off, one day off a week is probably a really good idea for them because they need to just rest and let their immune system maybe recalibrate because a lot of intense athletic activity can tax the immune system. And so a rest can be a recovery day of sorts, a day for going more into the parasympathetic nervous system where you are, where it's, that's the part of your nervous system that is known for the rest and digest this the part that is going to give your immune system a little bit more of a recovery from the demands that are put on it at an elite athlete level. So I would say for, if you're training for an Ironman, if you're training, if you're, I mean, I've worked with all different types of athletes, whatever they're doing, if they're doing it five, six, seven hours a day, a day off is really vital for that kind of just mental and physical recovery all the way to cellular level. 
Now, if you're not an elite athlete, do you feel like you need a day off? I don't know the answer to that. I would say it should be a mental day off more than a physical day off because most likely most of us are not doing enough physical stuff that we need a physical day off. We might need a physical day off for our mental state, right? That we we need to just completely rest our bodies, but that's really resting our minds. Um, that that can be the case for people if you've just had a uh, a lot going on, and but you have a regular physical movement practice that you need just a really relaxing day where you aren't doing much, and that's more of a rest day mentally. So I don't think that we need a day to recover if we're not doing something that's really um, taxing the cellular matrix of our body, right? So let me go into that a little bit. What does that mean? Well, for the, for the person who is, uh, has a variety of movement, is moving every day for an hour at least, and hopefully more than that, uh, and who is hydrating and, and getting enough sleep, and there's probably, you can do that every day without a rest, uh, seven days a week. If you are moving in a variety of ways, if you're um, drinking enough and having enough good nutrition, getting enough sleep, and you're not putting an, a, a, a lot of stress on one particular part of the body, then you don't need a recovery day for your body. If you want a rest day for your mental state, fine, but you don't need a recovery day. When you need, When you start adding more and more demand or otherwise known as stress or load. There's a lot of different um, physiological terms, but essentially once you start adding more demand in some way, whether it's you've increased the amount of load, so weight, like if you're lifting weights or you're doing body weight stuff, but you've increased the demand in terms of the load, So that might be, you might need a a recovery from that once you get to a place where you're really stressing an area and it's to to grow it. So for instance, say you're doing CrossFit, CrossFit or something like that, going to the gym and adding weight into your routine. And that weight could be you're doing pull-ups, like that's a weight, that's your body weight. So, but, and then you start increasing that weight. You're increasing the stress um, onto the body. And that's a good thing. So the body needs stress to respond, to, to grow. When you kind of max out the amount of uh, stress your body can handle, then you go into kind of too much stress. And that too much stress land is where you need to recover from, because that's when things are parts of physiological uh, makeup of the body is broken down a little bit to, to rebuild. And sometimes you need a, a break from that. So if you were doing some really heavy lifting, and I, I say CrossFit because I know you're heavy lifting and it's almost to a max out capacity, I don't think you can do that every single day. <laughs> I think you're going to need a recovery from that because that's putting load on a body, part of the body or several parts of the body to the point of almost that that stress is too much, right? So you um, it starts to break down the body and you need to recover from that. So you can't kind of break down the body over and over again and not allow it to have that uh, 
ability to go into more of homeostatic state. Now, say you're running, say you've got a running routine and you go from three days a week to five days a week. And you're, are you going to need a rest day from, I mean, you are a rest day from running or any kind of activity. If you've upped your, the frequency, you might need a rest day as well because if you've increased the frequency of the activity. So if you have five days of running now and you've been doing that for a bit and you have that sixth day, you're doing something else like biking, you might need a seventh day where you aren't doing really anything. You could walk around and stuff, but you're not running or biking on that day. You might need that recovery because you've increased the frequency. Now, if you've been running five days a a week for years, you probably don't need necessarily a recovery day unless, of course, it's a mental day. So these are these are it's it's language, it's semantics, but it's also understand that you can take a recovery day if you just want a day off, but you don't need a recovery day necessarily. So I think that's it. It just depends on the activity, because is recovery does needing recovery mean that you're like a wimp? No. It doesn't. It might mean that you just need a mental kind of reset. Now, for those days that you are recovering, what what should you do on those days? Should you do no movement or should you do a little bit? My my um, kind of motto is that we need to move every day. We are in a we are in a vehicle that is made to move us around. It's not really made to have a sit for long periods of time. So we need to keep moving in some way every day because our joints depend on it. Our lymphatic system depends on it. Our neurotransmitters depend on it, meaning how we feel in our body, like these chemical messengers in our brain that make us feel good, depend a lot on movement. So it makes sense that we need to move every day. We don't need to move at that heightened state every day, at that kind of training level every day. But on your recovery day, no matter what you're doing, no matter if you're like a Olympic downhill skier who's like working hard six hours a day, six days a week, even on your recovery day, you should walk a little bit. You could swim a little bit. You can do some kind of movement. It's just got to be a different from the other hard, hard days that you have. So still doing some kind of movement is really important. And of course, I would always advise doing some of my yoga classes. I have people, I've worked with all kinds of elite athletes and I will still tell them, hey, on your day off, quote unquote, on your recovery day, do one of my 15 minute classes and I'll make up a class for them to do. Because that is really great for the body to move in a variety of ways. It keeps it healthy. um, It keeps it happy. And it's going to pull on the tissues in a, in a variety of ways that you need, especially even on your in, even on your day off. So if you sit around a lot on your day off, you'll find that coming back to your practice, whatever it is, your athletic endeavor, sometimes will be harder. It's like you're you've you've gone behind the starting line, and so you don't want to go into a complete state of incubation, but move a little bit. Let that be a recovery because mentally you'll be recovering even if you if you move a little bit. So in summary, talking about recovery days, should we take days off? My, my big suggestion is take a day off if you need a day off. 
listen to your body, listen to your brain, listen to your mental status. Sometimes you will need to take a day off to kind of recalibrate um, if you're exhausted and you can be mentally and physically exhausted, especially if you've been training your body um, deliberately. So yes, listen more to what your needs are. But notice the difference between listening to your body intuitively and intelligently and it, and it telling you, hey, take a day off, recover a little bit, and discern that between hearing a habit, which is, oh, I just feel like kind of hanging on the couch and watching Netflix. If that's a habit, say every Sunday, you know, if you work Monday through Friday, like many people do, and then you have Saturday and Sunday off, but Sunday becomes like this, I'm just going to veg on the couch day because that's a habit. That's different than a recovery day. That's just a habit. And I'm not saying it's bad because we have plenty of habits that work for us, but I would just notice like, how do you feel after that day of hanging out on the couch? Does it feel like you've renewed yourself? You've regrouped, you've recalibrated, or does it feel like it's actually harder to get the ball rolling again on Monday and you dread Monday that much more? So I would just be careful about knowing like, is this truly a recovery day or is this just a habit to be a, you know, a sloth day <laughs> uh, because we all have those. So the first thing is listen to your body, listen to your body, listen to your mind. The second thing is um, have a recovery day in mind. If you are increasing the stress, the load, the demand on your body in a particular way. So if you're um, doing a lot of weights or uh, adding a lot of demand onto the muscles to grow, then you might need a day of recovery from doing that particular work, that particular demand. And so again, this is for the heavy lifters and the the, the training at a high capacity of, of putting a lot of demand on the muscles. The other time you would need a recovery is if you've increased the frequency of the activity you're doing. So if you're running a lot more or biking a lot more or swimming a lot more or doing all of that, um, then you would you perhaps would need a day of recovery from do, and doing something different. So say you're a triathlete and you've that's a pretty well-rounded movement stuff. So you might not necessarily need a recovery day, but you need a recovery day of not doing those three things. So that could be a day where you really do more yoga or um, some kind of movement practice that's not that going in one direction like you do in biking and running. And so figure that out for yourself as well. And then you're not a you're not a wimp if you feel like you need a recovery day if you're starting up with an activity. So say you've been, you know, I was working with someone the other day and and she's quite young and she's uh, was a professional dancer and then she went into architect school and is an architect now and and is sitting and crouching over a lot more and so her body is really unhappy and so she has this memory of her dance days. But now she's doing like 60 hours a week of mostly sitting. And so I said, what you're going to do is you need to, it's like the unfurling of the flower. You need to slowly bloom again into that movement personality that you used to have. And so you're going to do little by little and, and listen to your body. And when you need a day of recovery, still do some kind of movement on that day. So taking kind of coming into a movement practice, if you've been out of it or if it's new to you, it's not, you're not a wimp if you need to just kind of uh, have more of a relaxing day. 
And the final note I'll say is uh, be okay with having a recovery day for just needing a mental kind of quietness. Like if you need to be in solitude or meditate or go in the woods and walk really slowly and listen to your breath, these are wonderful techniques for having a kind of mental recovery day. And I really believe we need that more and more. We're so overstimulated in our daily life with everything around us. Unless you're living in the country, this wouldn't apply to you. But even if you live in the suburbs or not a really, really busy town, it's just you can find it on your electronics, on your television, on on, on the people around you, the, like how we're not engaging with each other because we're so busy with our own personal devices. And that's actually very taxing on us mentally. So we need a recovery from that. So more than anything, I would say, how about take a recovery day where you're not on any um, technology and you just go and get and connect to nature and connect to other people. And that could be a totally different type of recovery that um, you still are moving and grooving, but that you're recovering um, yourself spiritually. And that to me could be one of the biggest assets that to our, our, our health. So I hope this helps a lot. Should you ever take day offs? Yes. Listen to your body, listen to your mind and know that every day you should be moving um, a little bit at least because our bodies are made to move and that moves our spirit. So know that I'm pulling for you. If you have any questions, feel free um, to write me at Laura at movementbylara.com anytime. I hope to see you soon, give you a hug. Maybe you can show up on August 3rd for the big old handstand in New York City. That's incredible. Check that out on my website. Sending lots of hugs. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.